0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Network Marketing Made Easy podcast. My name is Farron Matthew and I am your host here on this podcast. I hope that today's podcast inspires you to either start a direct sales business or to keep going in your direct sales business because I have a really special guest named Shanae Arvey who is my highest upline, one of my highest uplines in my company and we're going to talk about um, how she has persevered through joining the company on day one and making it to the very tippity top of the company and of the pay plan in the last seven years. Welcome to the podcast Shanae. Hi,
1: Shanae. Barron. How are you?
0: Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. I'm honored.
0: I am so happy to have you here. You really are inspiring and I look up to you so much. And so I'm so happy to have have you as our first guest on the podcast. So let's first introduce like who you are and what's your story and just like let people know who Shanae Arvey is.
1: Well, I mean, that's loaded, right? Sorry. But <laughs> just a little rundown. Um, I am a wife of a hunk. That's what I always tell people. And actually, tomorrow is my 17-year anniversary, which Wow, is, which is insane. Congratulations. Um, and by the way, your
0: husband is a hunk, so it's totally fine for you to say that.
1: He's a hunk. He's also an entrepreneur, and I tell people he had to like raise me from like a baby entrepreneur because... It's, like, not for the faint of heart, for sure. Um, So I have three boys, and they are 15, 11, and 10. Um, Teen parents, beware. It's coming. Um, Even with the most mild-mannered human ever, it's a growing challenge, but I'm learning, right? Um, We're We're always learning, right? (laughs) We are always learning. Um, We just barely moved to Texas, and when people ask me where – I'm from or like where we moved from, it's kind of a loaded question because we spent the last year traveling as a family, state to state. We hit forty three states in about ten months. And so my husband and I were both running our businesses on the road.
0: Out of wait timeout, out of your minivan,
1: right? Out of our minivan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you're not if you're not inspired already by Shanae, then you're crazy because she ran her business and her husband's business and her three teenage boys to forty three states out of her minivan. Yeah, it was
1: crazy. Very impressive. And it, was awesome. it was honestly, we feel so lucky that we were able to do it. You know what I mean? And I just think we had the opportunity. The timing was good. Um, our oldest was in eighth grade, and so I think some of the biggest things I learned were number one, homeschooling is not my passion. <laughs> <laughs> no fault there. Yeah. Number two, like you really have to plan what you're going to do. I really had to use my time like a boss. So that was a huge thing that I learned. So yeah, I mean, we grew as a family we grew as entrepreneurs, we grew as people and we learned a lot about ourselves. Um, <laughs> so it is it, life is just such a crazy journey, and I feel lucky to be in it with these fabulous boys.
0: Yes, I love that. I just love your backstory because I really feel like just in general, you're like an inspiring person, and so to get to know you on a personal level is so great, and then also you give me so much guidance for my business, and so that's why I've kind of invited you here to be number one guest on this Yay. podcast. So I feel lucky. let's, <laughs> let's talk about... Um, How you got started with direct sales and what company you are part of, which is the same company as
1: mine. So it's kind of exciting. Perfect. Yes. So um, my husband and I have actually owned a couple of other businesses, but they were really like mostly his brainchild. Like he was just like born an entrepreneur. I'm sure you know people like that, right? Mm -hmm. That's not me. And I always tell people that I'm like, it's not me. If you're pragmatic and you like safe things and like you can still own a business, you just have to like train yourself and, you know, get better at some of those things. But um, I started with Perfectly Posh seven years ago. Well, over seven years ago now, which is crazy. That has gone literally bad. That's literally insane to me. It is literally insane. And my husband, his cousin's wife was starting the business and um she talked to him at a wedding not to me and I think that she was just like listen I'm gonna get as many people to sign up as possible and of course right that's what you do right and she was like oh I think Sinead would really be good at this I don't even know if she knew me that well um (laughs) to be perfectly honest we're friends. It's great. You know, But like, I'm sure she was just like, sign up, sign up, everybody. Where are all
0: the ladies? We need all the ladies (laughs) to join this company on Friday when we launch.
1: Exactly. And you know, it's a numbers game. I mean, so you're gonna like, cast this wide net, right? And try to catch as many little fishies as you can. But what she didn't know is that at the time, I was a stay at home mom for the first time ever. I have always worked. Um, I'm I used to be a school teacher and I was home with three boys. They were seven, three, and two when I started. And my two youngest ones were both struggling with like, my middle had just been diagnosed with autism. So he was like in all the therapies and my youngest had also just been diagnosed with a sensory disorder So I always tell people, I'm like, they were both in therapy. I like needed therapy. My husband (laughs) was like, what is happening to my wife? And so I think he was just like, sign up, do it. Like you have to just something for you. Just something for you. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Which honestly, I think a lot of women who start with direct sales do start because they need something that's like literally just theirs. Like this is my little piece of heaven. This is mine. And so I think that's going to resonate with many of our listeners that they needed something that was just. For them, even if you didn't think you needed it, like oh, when you look yeah. back, you're like, I totally <laughs> needed
1: that. I was like losing it. I'm sure he was just like anything to get you to like leave the house ever would be great. Um, <laughs> and the other thing he said that was just finally made me do it. He, is, he's like, you literally have nothing to lose. It's $99 and you're getting more product than that. He's like, right. that is like not even a risk. You know, as a couple, we had taken on like $30,000 business loans and stuff, you know, so, <laughs> This was nothing. He's like, there's literally no risk at all. So that was something that was helpful to get me to just like jump in. Awesome.
0: So starting on day one of the company, and now we look seven plus years later. Here we are. You are literally the tippity-top of our company as a Platinum Premier. It's a top-level rank, which I would say that's like the top, like what, 0.3% of our entire company?
1: Like, I have not done the math. But... I have not
0: done the math either. But I mean, how many Platinums does does Perfectly Posh have currently? 24. 24. Okay, out of over 100,000 consultants that we've ever had in the company. Mm -hmm. There's 24 that have reached a very tippy top. I just want everyone to know how amazing you are. Gosh, (laughs) Sinead has reached that very tippy top. Now, when I say that, uh, she's looking at me like I'm crazy because we, I know her story and I know that it was not easy and there were a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And we always talk about how direct sales is literally just a roller coaster. The highs are high and the lows are low. And so I wanted want to talk to us a little bit today and give us some some advice and some just like wisdom on perseverance, um, in direct sales. Because if you've been here for a while in this little world, you would know that it is not, (laughs) it's yours, it's for you and it, it, you have to claim it and there are hard things. And so I just want Shanae to kind of open up to us on how she has, how you have persevered through those really, really hard times to make it to, these really, really good times, and even in the really good times, they're still hard. <laughs> Every like <laughs> owning a business is not easy, and so that's why we're doing this podcast is to kind of help um, those hard situations and hard days be- feel easier or feel more connected to other direct sellers that are in the same situation. Where, yeah, you love your business, but also this is really hard. And so, what do you have to say about that, Shanae? What What are your tips for persevering uh, through <laughs> direct sales for seven years?
1: Well, one thing I always like to lay out there, and I kind of already said it, is like this was my first experience in direct sales. So it wasn't just like that I was starting with a company that was brand new, which is a roller coaster in and of itself, right? Mm-hmm. But also, like, I had no experience whatsoever. And I think that I had this idea, like, oh, if, if you sign up, like, especially at the beginning,
0: that's oh, what- you have it made. You're just going to make it to the <laughs> top. It's no big deal. Like, if right. You- Consultant ID number 99, is that right? 99, yeah. 99. So obviously you're going to be a billionaire.
1: So it's easy, right? But there are legitimately a lot of people that started before my number and even like right after my number that are no longer here, right? And so um, everything in life is about timing and persistence and the effort you put into it. Um, there were for sure a lot of ups and downs. And I think that. Oh, okay. There's a lot to say about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my notes real quick. Just a couple of um, I really did have like a big boom at the beginning. Kind of like Leah that, you know, cast a wide net, like, same thing. And I had this huge line that grew just organically, one line, right. And so I will always 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 acknowledge that part of my story as you know I always do because it's important for people to hear like that you know you can start off with like you know maybe this one line is building really really well but the thing is like if you have not acquired the skills yourself um, you're not going to be successful right and so I really had to do a lot of learning on the back end so some of those ups and downs were like, "Woo, okay, I have this like amazing line that just started and I didn't even have to like do anything. But then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm not keeping up with the growth of my pay plan, right? And what I need to do to continue to grow. And you know, in direct sales, like if you're not growing, you're experiencing atrophy, you know, like things are dying. And so um, I really had to take a good hard look at myself and what I wanted um why you know why did I start like I said it was for me but then I started to get this little magical glimpse and I'm sure you know what this is like where it's like oh I could buy those shoes or oh my gosh I can buy my groceries
0: or and I then, can go to Costco and just get whatever I want right That's like, that, that moment for me <laughs> was like the best moment of all time like wow I can I can buy steak at Costco. Wow. I'm really living. Not yeah. that I recommend Costco for anything other than the fact that it brings me joy, but I know some people, Shanae's not a Costco shopper, right? I'm not. But you still can have that experience where you went to the grocery store and put whatever you want in the cart and checked yes. out.
1: And, and it was life changing for me. I mean, like I said, we lived a lot of years even as a family of five on a teacher's salary, you know what I mean? And so that was really life-changing for me, but, you know, with these ups and downs, I mean, with a company that's going through growing pains and an entrepreneur that's going through growing pains, I mean, it gets really, really tough, and I think one of the things that I have learned a lot about how to persevere, because everyone's like, okay, I'm in it. I'm in it for the long haul, but when you're really at those low moments, and you're I mean, I have literally looked in the mirror and been like, I am a failure, I'm a failure and I just had to really emotionally invest the right way where I'm like, okay, well, I'm failing forward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like That didn't work at all. Like let's try, you know, let's try the next thing and right. let's, let's adjust course. And because if I'm giving all of my emotion to, you know, every time a customer didn't call me back or every party I didn't book or, you know, every person that I tried to recruit or even someone that I tried to get to join my team that joined under someone else, Ugh. right? Like, yeah, I mean, that is all part of, this, part of this industry and it's part of the business. And I really had to learn to just like emotionally invest the right way, you know, put, throw my emotion into, oh, I have another idea I want to try or right. you know, riding that wave of, I was able to help someone in their business. And you have to hold on to those moments for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: sometimes you have to hold them longer than you think you have to hold them, right? right. Like, it's, good. it's good. It's good. Yeah. You're holding on to the roller coaster like white knuckles.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that helped me really push through too is being married to an entrepreneur that had launched about three years in when I really got serious about my business. Um, I guess it was about two. Two years in, where I really was like, What am I doing? Get it together, Shanae. But about a year later, my husband started another new business, and watching him deal with the same kinds of ups and downs really just reassured me this is business. Right. This is business, right? Like, inventory issues are business. Dealing with customer problems is business. You know, dealing with insecurity is business. And so, seeing that reflected in him has really just helped me to keep perspective I think
0: right so I'm thinking so what I'm hearing is like persevering through this business for seven years is not being afraid to try new things being emotionally sound and knowing I think really maybe it kind of goes back to you know why you're doing it and how it makes you feel when it is good and then um learning, learning through, learning through failure, right? I feel like, I feel like we learn the most when we fail. And the yes. more we fail, the, the more success we'll have in the long run. Cause if you literally stop trying and you stop failing, then you're just, you stop growing. And so that is definitely something that I've learned from you through knowing you is that we have to continue to try new things or our business will just die. And you're yeah. like the, you're like the queen of trying new things. You're not afraid to try new things. I'm sure it, You probably think you're afraid, but from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem like you're afraid to try new things or to um, really just go for something that seems crazy. But then at at the end of the day, you've created a bath bomb fundraiser for the entire company to to map after. That's very inspiring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think the thing, one thing that has surprised me is like, Sometimes I'll try new things and I'll put it out there. And I'm like, greatest idea ever. And I remember (laughs) one time I shared a healer video with you that I made that I like learned how to voice over and stuff. And you're like, this is the best. It's going to go viral. And like, no one, like nothing. I appreciated this. I appreciated the YouTube (laughs) video. (laughs) But then I'm like, I had to figure out how to put together a fundraiser and I did that and like, boom, that did take off, you know? So it just, you don't ever know what's going to take and what's not. And that again goes back to just being willing to being willing to fail forward and being able to look at yourself and say I tried even though I failed. And there are a lot of things that do fall flat.
0: Yeah. So and you never know what it's going to be.
1: You never know. Mm-hmm.
0: So would you say that that is your number one thing that you've learned about perseverance is just to keep Failing forward. I love that terminology.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I think the things I wrote down about, you know, the number one thing I learned about perseverance are like, first of all, that I can, like I've never thought of myself as someone who had a lot of tenacity or grit. Um, So it's been really great to prove to myself that I can do it. Like that has been such an amazing thing. And grit is a skill right? Like you're going to, yeah, and and it can be learned. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had to face a lot of times with myself where I'm like, okay, I said I was going to do this and I'm going to do it.
0: (laughs) And And, and I, I think it direct sellers. A lot of us just start as stay at home moms. We, we were teachers. We did work in a bakery. Now we have a direct sales business and we don't really believe that. I mean, We might believe that we can, we might have hope and faith that we can do it and that it's going to result in this financial freedom and going to the grocery store and be able to buy whatever we want or, but like at the end of the day, during those really hard times, like, do you really believe that you have grit, that you are tenacious, that you can persevere? And I think it's a big mental game. Like you have to believe that you can do it and that you can try again. Otherwise, you know.
1: I almost even think if if it's someone like me that's listening, I almost – sometimes still I have a hard time telling myself I can do this. And that's where it really just comes back to grit where it's like I'm going to try. Like, and I'm going to – and not just like, oh, I'm going to try to do a video once a week or I'm going to try, you know, to book a home party once a month. Like, I – I'm going to try by doing those things. And so it's just those little million decisions that add up to success.
0: And just doing it, right? Mm. Just literally doing it. And, yeah. and not not telling yourself tomorrow, 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 but literally just sitting down. Like, for example, this podcast, we've been trying to record this one since, <laughs> I don't know, Monday. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to do it today. Uh, and so I think that is really important to remember is to just do it. Just Nike the heck out of your business, right? You
1: got to. And honestly, I love actually what Scott te- said to us when we were having technical difficulties before we started. He's like, it's better to have one in there than to have it perfect. And I love that as a business owner, like right. done is better than perfect. Because right. Scott what said. Alice say? Done is fun. Like Done <laughs> is
0: fun, yes. And and one of Scott's main things that he teaches his side note, my husband's a leadership development coach for students, but he tells his students one is better than none. You know, yeah. one is better than zero. And even if your one is not perfect it's still better than not doing it at all. And that is very relatable for our business. One sample pack sent out is better than none. One party booked is better than none. Um, Reaching out to one person to see if they want to join your team is better than not reaching out to anyone at all for fear of failure, right? So,
1: Yeah, and one thing I see a lot with people in direct sales, well, in any business, is they're like, I'm trying to learn everything first. I want to be perfect at it. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure I have all the information first. And I'm like, oh, honey, like you will never have all the information. <laughs> so like, do not wait for that because then you're never going to start. I mean, right. the way you learn is by starting and owning any business is such a steep learning curve that really the only way to start is to begin. I love that. I love that.
0: All right, Shanae, any last thoughts on perseverance, working your way to the top? Anything else before I ask you my magic three questions that I'll be asking every guest that's on this show?
1: Just that I'm so honored and I'm so proud of you for starting something new. And this is part of you persevering and being successful in your business. And I simply think you're fabulous.
0: I love you. I really do. I'm really, I'm really happy to have you here too. So we can, we just can't flatter each other enough. But here is our three questions. Okay, Shanae, what is one thing that you do just for you every single day?
1: I do my makeup every day. That sounds crazy to people. I know. I do my makeup every day, and I don't feel like I wear a ton of makeup. But it's really important to me that. I, I get like bluesy if I don't. So that's just something I got to do. Makeup every day. I know it's crazy.
0: No, that that's great. That's genius. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should do that. I might like add that to my daily routine so that I don't freak out when someone wants to have a video chat with me and I have eyebrows on. <laughs> Even
1: if it's just mascara and like lip gloss, like just being able to walk past the mirror and being like, you're you're doing it, girl. <laughs> I love
0: that. Okay. What is one thing that you do for your business every single day?
1: I reach out to someone, at least one person, every single day. I mean, usually it's many more than one person, but whether it's a team member, um, just someone else in the company, or someone I need to get ideas from, a customer for follow-up, people are... This, I mean, this industry is about people. So I reach out to someone for something every single day.
0: I love that. Touch your business every day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then here's the big one. What is one thing that you wish every entrepreneur knew about themselves that was true? This is a true statement about an entrepreneur that we should all believe about ourselves.
1: Entrepreneurs figure it out. And to expand on that just a little bit, like it's always going to come down to you because it's your business. So whether it's that you need a graphic made, or you need to learn verbiage to reach out to someone, or you need to learn how to place an inventory order to China—I mean, all <laughs> of those things I have done <laughs> running a business—it um, is going to come down to you. You're—it's all yours all of it, which means the good and the bad. So, you know, business owners figure it out. I love that.
0: All right, Sinead, thank you so much for being on this podcast today. I hope that our listeners have found some tangible advice and wisdom and guidance from you. I know that I am constantly seeking you for all of those things. And so I wanted to share my secret treasure of you with the world. <laughs> um, where can our listeners find you on social scenes?
1: Um, I am on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram as 99 Poshmi.:
0: 99 Poshmi. Okay, guys, so go follow her. Her YouTube is amazing. Um, so go head there and definitely check her out. Anyway, thanks for joining me here today, Shinee. Thank you, Farron. Bye. Bye. thanks so much for joining us today on episode two of the network marketing made easy podcast. If you'd be so kind to leave a review and subscribe, I will love you forever. And please head to Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube to find me at live pampered. I will catch you on the next episode.